Welcome to the Matrix Minute, a podcast where we discuss the first film one minute at a time because this movie is great. Hi, I'm Phil. I can draw a better white rabbit tattoo. And I am Tim. I am Skipping Jake with my trivia that in this minute there will be a very special song that for years me and... No, why am I doing British accent? No. Okay. Refuse, <laughs> I, refuse. This episode's going well. Hello, everybody. Okay. Go again, Phil. Oh, uh, you did do your things. Yeah. Uh, and I am Tim. And my piece of trivia for this uh, minute is that in this minute of The Matrix, there's a very special song that for years, me and Phil and Jake here... We love ...obsessed it. about. And it, 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 it is it. part of our life, and it is just a magical song. My name is Jake, and I will continue on with that tangent because i have no cool trivia <laughs> we made a music video of this special song <gasps> that no one will see minute number 10 this is what happens in minute number 10 Choi tells neo about mescaline only way to fly tells neo he looks whiter than usual his posse invite him to the party but he has to work tomorrow neo spots the white rabbit tattoo in Dejure's arm then he agrees the minute ends with neo at the party moping in the corner and the butt shot on the right of the frame. You know the one. I know the one. Neo. And there's like the one butt shot. I know the butt shot. There's also a shot of a guy, really muscly guy with like these SNM like <laughs> belts on him. There's a lot that of I've never like noticed that. before. At the now club. I'm like Guess what we learned? We learned that that club uh was a real. It's called the Hellfire Club and that one. most of the extras that are in it are just real party members that brought their own oh. costumes mm-hmm. and were able That's to do pretty that. Pretty cool. Interesting. Kim huh? Barrett didn't have to do a lot of costuming, so that's good. Just Kim like Barrett's great, by the just way. Just locals. Awesome. Bring your belts. <laughs> She's a costume designer. Bring your belts um, and love that. <clears throat> so yeah. So what what happens here? So uh, he's like, "You're looking wider than usual." Seems like you need to unplug, man. Reference to obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, welcome to episode too. ten. Hi. <laughs> welcome Hello, to episode everyone. ten, Hi. listener. How you guys doing? How you guys it. like it so far? Let's let's hope feedback, you do. Please. Give us some feedback, you know. <laughs> we're not very uh we're not very, <laughs> we're not very formal. We're not very formal here. We're not very formal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know what? I got to say I looked at mescaline and what it does. Okay, what does it do? Well, mescaline Who is knows a mescaline. <laughs> oh, I just know from fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Is it also there? Mescaline is a hallucinogen from a spineless cactus. And the spineless cactus is called a peyote. What are the effects? Oh, yes. or a That's all I want to know. It's That's been used by natives in northern Mexico and the southwestern United States as traditional religious rites. Oh. So the effects of mescaline typically make you hallucinate and uh, have altered states of consciousness, but it can also maybe make you puke sometimes and give you anxiety. Oh, bad. Kind of uh, like mushrooms. Yeah, anxiety. I bet Choi would properties. have some tactics to avert that. It got some, some tactics peyote. about that, man. They don't strike me as peyote kind of types. Usually it's like the hippies and stuff. This is, these, these guys would be more <laughs> Well, they're, like, they're the new generation. These guys cyber hippies. Wouldn't these guys be like pill-popping people? Pill-popping. <laughs> so some, 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 some pill needle-stabbing. Yeah, they just came from... You know, they don't need, you know, like alternate universes since they live in this crazy <laughs> just always they have. so yeah so <laughs> again life is the high. sounds to me like random you need to unplug man uh-huh. what's that i missed what you said Phil. sounds to me like you need to unplug man huh? yeah, the unplug yeah thing. you said that so, i have to relate to neo standing in that corner moping with all these people having fun around just <laughs> really i knew i wasn't supposed to go i have work tomorrow i should be working more <laughs> can you relate to that you're just thinking about having work tomorrow oh, yeah, i know it's, it's something like that 
It's been, it's been a few times, but usually, like, the parties you really don't want to go to usually turn out the best, to be honest. Oh, okay. well, I would say I would broaden that and say that any kind of event or opportunity, oftentimes, when you just go... It's better than you think. It's better than not going. Mm. I would say be a little bit cautious when right out of the gate they start mentioning mescaline. Well, <laughs> um, well yeah, that's, that's different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I just, Yeah, but know. Neo, you know, Neo is a trusted hacker for these yeah. guys. He knows they'll keep him safe. He, he did a background check he on knows that, He knows they don't they actually do mescaline. No, yeah. he knows that he can just say no and they'll, they won't take any further. So anyway, shout out to that one lady with the weird nose ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say Shout that. Out to the uh, butt. Let's talk about the big thing in this: the white rabbit, the tattoo. Let's talk about it. Um, I took the liberty of actually tracing over that tattoo and making my own, like not my own, but actually trying to do as do accurate as I could. The school, the tattoo of the white rabbit, and to me, one of the weakest uh, designs in this film, hands down. You showed it to me. It is the ugliest looking we rabbit. It? Can we it's it? like something she got it up. Like she probably got that when she was drunk. There's you know no what it looks way. like to Maybe me? It doesn't even actually look like a tattoo. And she's like, like I'll tattoo. draw it with my left hand. And that's how it happened. Here's the thing. It doesn't There's look no like other a tattoo explanation. to me. It looks like one of those, you know when you get like chewing gum fake tattoos that you like lick yeah. and then you, yeah. and then it you is. like slap? Because um, here's the thing. You don't actually have white ink. Uh, I think you do. You do, but it fades extremely oh. quickly. Usually people don't do white ink on tattoos. Well, this is another theory that we confirm that they're, right. they're the unplugged guys. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, she well, doesn't even know. Just like, just or maybe just Morpheus just like got well, the bubblegum tattoo about. and just slammed it on her shoulder. No, listen, guys, this never was resolved. And this is how a, would he even find her? This is a useless thing to talk about. We're going to talk about anyway. Trace program. How do they get the white rabbit to be on her arm? Uh, well, I don't. Tim just solved the crime. He Look, just said okay. Morpheus just slapped it on her, like. That's it. But that makes me feel uncomfortable. Of course it does. Knowing Morpheus did that. Look up, look up white ink tattoo on Google. You'll see it, it's it's like a it's a completely different than what you see here. So that's why it probably looks really fake. But the drawing, it's probably drawn by like <laughs> Lily Wachowski. <laughs> well, well, maybe she went maybe to a bad Dijon tattoo parlor shop. They had no artists at the time, and they just had to draw something, and it was just some like two minutes. Maybe two she had, minutes. She, maybe she had her drunk friend do it for her, and then when she woke well, when up, she was she drunk, was like, oh, she did it with her left terrible. hand. Terrible. Yeah. No, what I want to talk about is forget the tattoo. That's a mystery. Yeah. They'll be unresolved. Well, in any case, the tattoo you can see my clean version uh, somewhere. It's going to be linked. Link it or something. Yeah. Oh, my microphone. <laughs> and you too can actually have the same tattoo if you just get that to a tattoo. Hey, I bet someone did. Artist. I bet you some. I looked a lot of Google. None of them were accurate. <laughs> well, now's your chance, Philip. Now's my chance. Anybody want a permanent tattoo of the White Rabbit from the Matrix? Please. No, you should get it. Well, no. Come on, saying. get a get, get, a, get it, a tattoo. Get the exact same I mean, one. You it's can like, go I around town regret my life. No, you like it. You'll go check it out. This is from the Matrix. You'll like check out check out our podcast promotion. I just put 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 the website URL under it. And I too shall go to someone at Room One Hundred and One and be like, "It'll be fun." I promise. This is, in my opinion, the call to action. Is it not? Is it not? Is it? I, it's yes. immature. Yes, it curiosity. is an element of that because we see Neo intention. We see him, yeah, intention going, mm, you know, my normal life going to work. Mm-hmm. But oh, there's something that's yes. extraordinary that I have never experienced before in my hacking yeah. years. Finding, going, following the trail, seeing where it leads. Yeah, the camp belt. Heroes so it is journey. a form of call to action. But I mean, like, places. let's be clear. He has absolutely no 
interest in the party. He's just going no, because just somebody hacked because into his computer and he's like, how do they know? Well, this? there's more to this. There's not Morpheus. just the hacking computer. There's more I to this. Because this, this also, is, yeah, this is a combination of his search of Morpheus. Yeah. Because this is finally, I think he's, something's happening yeah. for real in his um, journey to figure out what's all this about. Because I'm guessing he already had, you know, uh, some, he probably read about or heard about the Matrix because he clearly knows about it later. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is what he's trying to search for. And so he's like, sure, I'll go. And it smash cuts to burn through the witches and slam in the back of my Dracula. Classic. Rob Classic Zombie, song. Dracula, Hot Rod Herman remix. Yeah, it's a remix. The, the remix is a lot that. better than the original one. It's from the album Hellbilly Deluxe, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And the music Came out August crazy. 24th, 1998. We love this song for some reason. We purchased it now. We, we kind of ironically loved it, though. I don't know. I mean, yes, we did because we thought it was stupid enough that we loved it because it was like burn through the witches and slam yeah. through the ditches and there. yeah. And we There's used some it in great a lot lyrics of our in the songs. songs in the back of my Dracula. You know what? I just, I think only recently I realized he's saying Dracula. I just thought Dracula, dragon, dragon egg. Or he's something. saying he's saying egg. He's saying Dracula <laughs> and Dracula instead of Dracula. But you know why it's a Dragula, right? Well, the Dragula is a dragster racing car from the TV show The Munsters. Oh, so he's yes. singing about it. Oh, from the that? from the episode Hot Rod Herman, which uh, Grandpa Man- Munster built the Dragula, okay. so he can go racing. Well, in the music video, he's driving in it. Yeah, he is. And the Hot Rod Herman remix is done by Charlie Clouser, who's a keyboardist and remixer. So there you go. Little info for you Top there. Man. Also, in the club, the guy who's in the cage. With the spiky hair and the glasses at like 1044-ish, um, I always called him Chester Brennington because he kind of looks like But him. there's an old person in the other ch- uh, in the other cage before him. Did you oh, see it? Oh, there's so like much really in old... this. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, but um, I would like to read some magical lyrics. Dead I am the pool, spreading from the fool. Weak and want you need, nowhere as you bleed. Dead I am the rat, Feast upon the cat. Tender is the fur, dying Dying as you purr. (laughs) A poem by Robert Zombie. Uh, Robert Zomberton Jr. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's lovely. You know, I always noticed in this uh, shot that this minute ends on this nasty CRT TV in the background. (laughs) And the butt shot. Yeah, yeah, the butt butt shot shot is a little little, little non... Uh, graphic like uh, abstract little twig twiggle on the TV. Surprisingly, everything is quite uh, quite PG thirteen level in in this film. Like and it's R when it comes. Yeah, it's R because of kicks in the face. Stupid. <laughs> Who makes it? Yeah. But Jacob, when I was a kid and I knew it was rated R, I was like, yes, <laughs> of course, yeah. This yes. is like a soft, really True. soft R. All these say shit. Yeah, they do. And in the script, there's like so many F-bombs. It's just, we talked about this Yeah, already. I know, I know. They'll yeah, be yeah. talking about this. Be more. Hey, here's a, here's a piece of trivia that's completely unrelated to anything. But did you know that this third Slipknot album, it's actually no swear words in it? What? No. Which one? The the subliminal messages. The cool one with the, like, when they turn like all like... I like the guitar on that one. That was a nice I, that, Like, first album is so good. The second one is like too, like, too clean production. It's like way too concentrated. It doesn't like accurately portray the mess that was the first one like the chaos of nine members in a band i have no the, idea what you tune in to listen and, to us talk about then, slipknot albums in and then the detail. third uh, the rest of the albums i don't like but the, but the third one it was like very different and very interesting as far as the music but i never knew i never noticed there's not a single swear word. i think it just says bitch once that's it cool. amazing uh can i just 
once again yes. reiterate the importance of Rob Zombie because uh, he's very important. Because our, our like when we watched this film and we listened to that song, we used Rob Zombie as like uh, everything. Like we just put Rob Zombie in everything, and we just put his head somewhere like as a cameo. Like when we photoshopped um, uh, when we made that song. Remember we did that in the hotel when. Tim's older sister yes, was getting married that's what I was talking about, and we were bunking in a room together and we were making a racket making a music video with uh, underpants on our head and uh, we have to go through all the details. Well, I just wanted to say that this is the ridiculousity that we that we just I'm loved kidding. that stupidity so much because of the It's a magical because it was funny because I remember you searched him up on the internet and we realized that he looks, you know, like the like he had the we found the images that he usually on the concert like full makeup and everything yes. he looked dead and we were just like Look at this guy. That's Rob Zombie. He's, well, he's... there's actually more history to this. We were also at the same time. Oh yeah, combining him <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with the, main, the video game character, with Heinrich, the main, yeah, the main Heinrich antagonist, Heinrich from yeah. Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Because they do is, look yeah, alike. The 2001 PC game. Yeah, and he was the villain in that game, and yeah. looked really similar. They looked similar, so we just Rob thought, Zombie. yeah, he's Rob Zombie. Yeah, so we're Rob Zombie Heinrich. And so we used this song in like that music video, um, and then we used it with trying to get Tim to sing, like we tried to do a karaoke version or something like that. I oh, forgot about knows. that. But we also we did that for a music video for our Vampire Slayer TV series or whatever that we wanted to make. Remember in 2002? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you were doing the lip sync too, yep. Jake. You were the singer with the main Vampire Slayer character, you know, doing scenes and you were in the foreground going, Did I am the wearing one? Australian trench coats. Oh, with the Australian trench coats. Yep. And that just puts us way back to Matrix because Matrix was shot in Australia. <laughs> so I think we covered. We're done. Yes. This minute. Thank you for yeah. listening. If you, if you look at the we took some we took some scene, there's like lots of weird uh, Yeah, there's so much little to talk, scenarios like, going on in there. So you, you do that yourself. There's all kinds of crazy yourself. little stories happening in the background. There is. All little secrets. The little secrets, yeah. Um little nip slips somewhere there. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say right. um well that should be a straight R. I oh, know it is an R. Yeah. Right. Well, no, you can actually show, you can show, you can show boobies. You can show a nip in a PG-13. But you can't kick people in the head. Yeah, but just for a little bit, but you can't kick people in interesting. the head. Interesting, These are very consistent yeah. rating yeah. systems. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's about all I can say with episode 10, isn't it? Or episode 11? Something like it? that. Episode 10, I think it is. Okay, so episode follow me on Twitter. 10. It's Phil Dragish. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Dragish. And at Timo Majerski. We'll see you in the next... Sorry, we went off on tangents in this one a bit, but you know. Yeah, there's there's not much material. There's no... <laughs> in the back Maybe next here. time. Next time we'll have some some uh, rich conversation to uh, discuss. Philosophical. Then I am the one hound of hell. You cry devil on your back. I can, I can never, never die. die. I always find that lyric like. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Edgy. So edgy. Which edgy. Devil on your back. I can never die. <laughs>